Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast, and uh, you're on the phone with Kathy, and as promised, I have a co-host with me, and my co-host is my cousin, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Say hi. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. I know I have to just talk about the, your voice for one second. Just to, It's like a disclaimer. I need to let everyone know, because this is an explicit podcast. It says explicit. I have to check that off. And we do talk about adult material. And though Stephanie sounds like she's 12, she is of age. She's actually 30, even though you sound 15. Not even. You sound seven, actually. You don't even sound like a teenager. <laughs> you sound like a fucking toddler. Talk. You really, you sound like I'm a toddler. I'm going to need a voice coach after this complex you're giving me. <laughs> you literally sound like a toddler. <laughs> you really do. I don't know. Your voice sounds so young, but I just want the listeners to know that you are of age. <laughs> I know. Yes, I am over 18. Yeah. And so Stephanie doesn't live um, anywhere near me. So she's uh, the co-host over the phone. And since you're on yeah. a different time, it was okay that I kept pushing back. I mean, the podcast today, later and later. Um, yeah. But I have Mountain Time call, a Pacific. I had to Google when Mountain Time. This is how stupid I am. It's really embarrassing to admit. But, like, I was just trying to figure out Mountain Time. Well, I once went on a cross-country road trip with a boyfriend. And we went through so many different time zones. The hour We kept losing and gaining an hour within an hour. like a half-hour time. We'd be in another place. And it'd be like, oh, it's an hour earlier and later. And, like, I'm obsessed with time zone i need someone to call in that lives like across the street from a time zone change like because i want to know how those people deal with it like you know what i'm saying like somebody lives down the street from a place where it's a different an hour away right so like how does that work you go over your friend's house for dinner and you gain an hour then you go home and you're late because then it's an hour like how does that fucking work i always yeah you know that i think it's arizona or nevada one of those states that they never change their time so I went there once on a vacation, and it was the same time as California. I went there again for another visit, and it was an hour difference, and I was mind-fucked the entire time I was there because I had no idea why sometimes it was different and sometimes it wasn't. It was very weird. So they just always keep the same so, time. Yeah. I don't understand why that is. Yeah, I don't and understand. what goes on in Arizona? Like, what do they have to keep constant time for? I don't know. Maybe aliens? I don't know. Don't they have a lot of UFOs there? <laughs> I don't know, but I Googled the whole time zone thing and times in the middle of the country and this little weird shit that goes on there. And it's very confusing. I don't even know how many. I don't know. Mount, how many time zones are there in America? There's Pacific, Mountain, Eastern. Central. Which is, and, yeah, what the yeah. fuck is Central? One hour difference? 
I have no idea. I know. I didn't really know. I was very confused. No, so I was, Central is two. Central is two hours from you. Or to, but you're talking from me. All right, I'm t- I, I, to me the New York where I live is the center of the universe. So we need to calculate the time zones for me. Oh hell! So, so I'm trying to figure. So I was trying to figure. I kept changing the podcast tonight. For, and then I had to yeah, figure out. You want to talk about why you were late? Why? Because I, I was on a date with a guy. I know. I told him, but I let him know that I was actually going to be late for my podcast because for him. And that's a compliment because I'm not late to anything. Like I am such an on time person, Simon Funny. I wouldn't even really be late to a guy for a guy. Like, but I was late for him because he was just like, I'm just literally on like a makeout high. I don't know if you could tell. That's why I'm talking so fast. You can sound a little more. Uh... Happy today. I'm on a make out high. You've never had a make out high or like that endorphin no, rush you get when I'm you fool around with you. Yeah, that endorphin sounds- rush you get when you make out with yeah. someone that's a real like really good and it's really fun and you have a good time. You should do that every day. <laughs> every podcast. <laughs> No, yeah. I feel a little high from it. I think it's actually not a good thing. I think I'm a little overly um, enthusiastic now. I once called up. Gonna, what? Are you going to be able to pay attention to this caller? Yeah, totally. No, totally. Absolutely. I turn on all my lights like I'm like in reality now. Yeah, it's, I had to throw them out. I really honestly would have canceled the po- If I had like five podcasts in the bag and I didn't really have to do it, I probably would have pushed it for another day. But I really needed to do it because I didn't want him to leave. He's, um, but I did, and I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. It's fine. I though, I don't know. Like, I actually called my friend Robert Kelly, um, once from a waiting room, and I had to whisper, and he's like, Kathy, why, why is your voice sound so great? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's so low and sexy. I'm like, well, I'm in a waiting room, so he's like, you should channel, like, you should talk like this all the time. So. I don't know. I think maybe I was talking like this. Like, is that better? Is that a better way to talk? He said that it sounded like this is how I would talk in a waiting room. Do you think I should talk like this all the time, mm-hmm. Stephanie? <laughs> no, it sounds kind of creepy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because it's sexy and that's creepy for you. Because he was like, oh, this is sexy, Kathy. I've never heard this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's, it's I'm not going to have the same reaction. <laughs> So gross. Right. It's gross. <laughs> right, right. I can't do that anyway. on my po- I can't do that on my podcast with my callers, right? You know, but I think I do need to um slow down, talk a little slower. I think I need to talk a little bit lower a little bit. And I think I got the no cursing thing down. I, d- I definitely don't curse too much, but I think I, and I don't think the make out high is good because I think I'm a little bit hyper. I, plus he, I had some coffee with him. He took, he had, he tried to turn me on to this amazing coffee and it actually was really good. And then I had some green tea at dinner. So I'm a little jacked on caffeine too, plus the high from the fooling around. And so, you know, I think I just need to um, relax into the call and I'll be fine. All right, so who, who are we talking to? Oh, we're talking to Will Smith. Do you know who Will Smith is? (laughs) (laughs) That's a real Will Smith. Will Smith is his name, and he's actually, um, he's a gay guy. He found us because he listened to the Maverick Men episode, or he was, like, Googling them, and somehow he found um, the podcast, and he listened to it. And then he said he started to listen to all the other ones, and he decided that maybe he'd, you know, we'd be interested in his stories. And uh, this is what he said. He said, I got a lot to discuss 
and I think you might be interested to hear some of my stories. We could possibly chat about my first experience with a guy, the battle I had with fucking a bunch of chicks to, in quotes, turn myself back straight, LOL. We could discuss how difficult it is to have straight friends because I've been hit on by multiple straight guys, some who were dating female friends at the time, and we could also talk and discuss about the few couples I've dated. Do you think, do you think, so first of all, I love the fact that he's, his female friends, boyfriends are hitting on him behind their backs. And do you think what couples, when he says we could discuss a few couples that he's couples with women or couples, gay couples? I don't know because he says he screws girls to turn himself straight or, and he's, you know, his friends. I, so I don't know. Do you think that the couples are gay couples or heterosexual couples? Uh, well, maybe gay couples, because if he's, well, maybe he's bisexual. That's why he's hooking up with. No, but he said he fucked a bunch of chicks to turn himself back straight. Um, so I don't know, but I think he's a straight up gay guy. Well, maybe gay couples then. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's all interesting. Um, I love that, you know, we had the Maverick Men on because I, I, I like to have all kinds of callers on the show. And, you know, we've always we haven't I actually taped a bye guy once. It was such a great call. But the um, connection was really bad and he mumbled so much. It was just like you no one could hear him. So I lost that call and he was never able to call back. Um, but I'm glad that we have like a, a, a gay guy calling in that has some interesting stories. Yeah, this is going to bring like a lot of, lot more interesting topics. What do you too. mean? What are you trying to say? My topics are interesting. No, no, no. They're interesting, but I think because it's been all heterosexual men. It hasn't, by now, the way. Now. Mm-hmm. What? Well, I had a drag queen. I had the Maverick men. I'm starting yeah. to try. I like to try all different things. Like, honestly, I just, you know, I uh, just need to just get more people. I'll talk to anybody about anything. That's what the listeners need. Yeah, to- but this is like a gateway into another world because you and I don't know anything about being a gay man. Yeah, no, I love so it. Now, I love the whole gay community. Yeah, because- now this is good. Yeah, I love the whole gay community because they're a little bit more open and they do things very different, and uh, you learn about guys from them because you know at the end of the yeah. day, you know they're, they're they're just guys being able to be more guy like. You know, I've to always tell a lot of my straight friends like you'd be happier if you were fucking gay, you know, because <laughs> you know because the, the women and men are very different in certain ways. But anyway, we'll uh, let's get him on the call. We'll be right back with okay. We'll be right back with Will. Do you have a story? lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you send us an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name and remember everything is strictly anonymous strictly anonymous hey will smith you're on the air with me and Stephanie. Holy hell. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that shit out. I'll edit out your real name. You're Stephanie. That's what you say. Secretly you always say you're gonna edit stuff out, but you never end up editing it. That first of all, just so you know, I always do. Okay. Sometimes I don't edit out the fact that I say I'm gonna edit it out, but I edit out what I was gonna edit. Does that make sense? <laughs> it makes 
sins, but you might want to listen to some of your old episodes. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I'm already starting off on a bad foot. So no, 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 no. First of all, Will Smith, I need to give people a little backstory on Will Smith because me and him have been chatting tonight because I had to push the po- I kept pushing the podcast out a little later. And Will Smith might be half cocked right now and drunk because he kept t- talking about cocktails and I might be on my fifth cocktail. So are you drunk right now, Will? Are you? I'm not drunk. I'm too old to get drunk. Um, How old are you? I'm slightly buzzed. How old are you? Um, I'm in my 30s. You're in your 30s. Okay, so we read... That's not too old. Okay, and how old are you, Will? I'm 32. He's 32, and you think you're too old to be drunk? Yeah, I'm too old to get drunk. Really? Well, you know what? I felt that way at 34, and I quit drinking because I felt like an old person in a bar. I swear to God, and I haven't drank in 11 years. <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but that's a true story. <laughs> I think you're you are fucking drunk. Bars. You're so drunk. Why do you think? Are no, you no, joking no, when you I'm say like you this think? All the time, I swear. Okay, so wait, your story is really interesting. What I remember from your email is that you're gay. I mean, you found the podcast, right, because you were Googling the Maverick Men? Yeah, I saw, they, they came through my news feed on, on Tumblr, and they, they kind of repped the show, and, and that's how I got uh, turned on to uh, to your podcast. They what? They repped the show, what did you say? Yeah, they repped your show. They um, I gave you a shout-out. Oh, they did. Oh, that's good to know. I, maybe that's, I, I was wondering if they ever did anything for it. Oh, so then you listened. Did you listen to their episode? Yeah, I listened to the episode and I thought it was really, really interesting and good. Um, and then that in turn, you know, made me, you know, go back and, and listen to some of the older episodes. Yeah, and I'm glad, you know, because I wanted more gay guys to call in. I mean, I get straight guys that fuck trannies and get blowjobs through glory holes. I don't know if you've heard those stories of those people. <laughs> but I didn't really, I never had a, a real, I had one guy that was bisexual, but something happened with the tape, so I never got to air that. But your story is like, you're a gay guy. You fucked girls and tried to go straight, and you fucked couples, and that's the kind of shit we're going to get into, right? I mean, that's like really your deal. And I'm glad, though, that I had the Maverick men on so that I have a, like, I, I do have the audience of someone like you listening that could call in, you know, because it's like, I want to hear from everybody. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, well, my first experience was actually with a chick, though. How old were you? I mean, you're full-fledged gay now, right? Like, you're, you're... Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. And so, your first experience, how old were you when you lost your virginity? I don't know. I, I know I was in fifth grade. Fifth grade? Why don't judge me? <laughs> I mean, but you don't think that is that's maybe not sex. That's called rape, like or incest, or like yeah, molestation. Yeah, how old are you? We we were both in fifth grade. My my first partner that I explored with. Um, okay. I kind of stumbled upon some of my father's like tapes, and it got me interested in you know in sex, and like oh, okay, well this can do that, and I kind of started teaching sexual education on a school bus, so to speak. Oh, <laughs> right. You were telling, you were talking about, hor- you made everyone horny on the school bus in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I think that kind of stuff, like, honestly, I think that kind of stuff is, is natural. Like uh, people do do those kind of things, but like, and then you go play around a little bit touchy feely here and there, but not, there's not like full on sex. When you say you lost your virginity, like your dick went into someone's badge at fifth grade. Yes. So, really? I mean, that's yeah. shocking like, to me. No. And it was another fifth grader. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And where do I you... remember her name? I actually still 
um, and still you what, know, talk to her. And I know what her name. I have around. a feeling I know what her name was. Her name Jada Smith. <laughs> Jada Pinkett, is that her Jada, fucking name? Yes, it was definitely Jada. So you met Jada on the school bus, <laughs> and she got turned on by your yeah. dirty, dirty stories. <laughs> well, it was kind of, you know, hey, look at this, and then I kind of talked her into, into kissing it, and I'm like, well, you already kissed it. But wait, you where were you? Wait, where were you? We were in you? the back of the school bus <gasps> under coats. Oh wait a second! Uh, in this, on the school bus, in the back, and you ch- pull out your ween and show it to her. Yeah. And so first you showed it to her, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And then you said, "Now that you saw it, you should suck it or lick it kiss or kiss it. it." What? Yeah, I talked her into kissing it. Uh huh. And and mind you, this wasn't all in one setting. Like this took a little bit of 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 time and coaching. So, um, you know, another day, you know, I'm just like, oh, well, you already kissed it. You might as well lick on it. And, you know, I talked her into into doing that. And eventually I talked her into um, actually, you know, sitting on it and riding it. Wait, on the bus? <laughs> yeah, all on the school bus. You're shitting me. I don't, we don't even have what? to get into that. I fucking swear. Wait, huh? we don't even have to talk about the other stories. Let's just talk about all this kind of fucking you had in the back of the school bus in fifth grade. Like, <laughs> I mean, you got to be kidding me. For real? She yeah, had no, no, sex with you? Is this what happens nowadays? Or is, do you, like, were everyone doing that in your school? Or were you the only one? I don't know if everyone was doing it. I know a lot of people were kind of lying about it. Um, but was everybody watching? Oh, yeah. Good no, point. everybody was kind of doing their own stuff. You know, it's a school bus, so everybody's, like, throwing papers and screaming and, you know, doing what kids do, you know, on school buses. So I don't think anybody was really paying attention. Right. And so you guys had full on sex. And like after you had it once, like, did you just do it all the time or was it just a one time experience? Yeah, like in the coat rooms, just like crazy. <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, back then, I don't think that I actually came. Um, really? But there was definitely intercourse. It was going in and out. And she, did she have orgasms? Yeah. Do you know? No, I think it was just uncomfortable <laughs> maybe you didn't have an orgasm because you were gay though i mean because i'm i think maybe a, a str- do you think maybe that was the reason why you didn't come or do you think you're just too young no it's because he was 11 just... what did you say <laughs> said no it was because he was 11 no i don't think so i jerked off when i was way younger than that and would come by myself like you could come when you're 11 you were coming when you jerked I off, right? I know right? I have been, I have had sex with with females, and I've had, I have had sex with couples, and I came. So I, I think it was just, you know, just me being young, trying to figure out the whole anatomy situation. Right. Okay. So you right. So that was just like you're like you're sort of figuring stuff out. But did you know? Okay. But la- what I want to know, like as a gay man, now that you know that you're totally gay, at that point. When you were younger, did you have any idea that you were gay or you liked boys or did you think you straight up like girls? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email. Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. That's Strictly Anonymous Podcast 
at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, no, I I think even back then, I knew just watching my first porn, I was much more intrigued by by the guy than than by the girl. Mm -hmm. So I think I knew, but it was just you know, the whole developmental phase because it, you know, it wasn't accepted. And I was like, no, I'm supposed to like this. So let me try to get into it. Right. Like, and in fifth grade, like when you were fooling around with that girl, did you, did you, could you tell then that you weren't into it? Do you remember? Like, no, then I was just kind of exploring and I was really, really excited to, you know, be kind of imitating some of what I've seen on the video. Right. And just that's I got to tell you, when I was younger, I couldn't wait to have sex and just get into that world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, I'd like read these magazines when I was younger, like Cosmo and stuff, and they'd have these sex quizzes. And I'd be so pissed that I couldn't relate. You know what I mean? And I wasn't a part of that world. And I swear at a very young age, I just couldn't wait to start having sex and just get into that whole thing. So I get, I understand that. You know what I mean? Like just excited to be doing it. Right. That's how I felt. Same yeah, thing. definitely. Uh-huh. So, but I didn't start fooling yeah, around in fifth grade. <laughs> and something, something funny happened um, during that time. And I was talking to some of my, my older cousins and I'll try to keep it short. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, hey, did you use a condom? I'm just like, what's that? I didn't see it on the video. And they <laughs> led me to believe that, hey, well, if you don't use a condom, then the girl's pregnant. So I ended up going back to school the next day and saying, hey, Jada, um, I think you're pregnant. <laughs> 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 three called her mom. Her mom called my mom and... <laughs> It was pretty tough. And poor Jada had not even had her period yet, right? I mean, had she even had a period? Hasn't anyone figured that out? I have no idea. I'm going to have to call her and ask her, like, offline. Right. Yeah, that is hilarious. So, okay, so after Jada and the school bus... Do you keep banging girls? Like, when did you eventually realize? Because I think some people are bi, right? Like, how do you know? How did you know you weren't bi? Um, because just just growing up, because I went through a phase, mm-hmm. and then I ended up, you know, having a sexual, you know, relationship or intercourse with um, with a guy, and went through this whole phase of, you know, uh, I would fuck a guy or mess around with a guy and then I would try to fuck three chicks to turn myself back straight and just kind of went through this whole cycle of uh, denial, so to speak. Of the what? Of like denial. Oh, denial. Right, right. Right after you'd be with a guy. Yeah, so if I'm if I'm with a the guy, then I'm like, oh shit, I, I can't be, um, you know, I can't be gay. I don't want to be gay. So, you know, let me try to find a whole bunch of girls and try to bang them. And so that's so what you would just, do. Mm-hmm. 
And How old were you when you first started having sex with men? Doesn't I'm sorry, but wait, we need to reference her voice. In... Hold on, Will. Doesn't Stephanie sound like she's 12? I just want you to know because we're talking yes. about R-rated <laughs> stuff that she is of age. Okay, she's not a minor, even though she sounds right, like you gotta one. Get reported. She sounds like a little kid. I don't know how to sound older. No, it's but okay. How just... old were you? How old were you when you started having sex with men? Like seventh grade. Um, yeah, I think it was uh, around seventh or eighth grade. How did you know seventh and grade? How did you guess that? I don't know. I seventh grade, you like weird. had uh, anal sex with a guy. Yeah. How did that come about? It wasn't. Don't please don't tell me it was um, in the school. It bus. was actually. I hope you guys are sitting down. Okay, yeah. it was actually my youth pastor at the time. No. Oh hell! My family was. <laughs> And no, I Sorry. hear about this. Like some people would think that that's rape too, but it's not. What do you mean, your youth pastor? Was he a younger guy was or was he really old? He was kind of. Con- he was. He was significantly older than me. How old was he? But, and how old was um, you? Remember, this is anonymous, so nobody knows anything. You're basically Will Smith. Yeah. Okay, so don't worry about out of <laughs> But we do want to know the real ages for sure. Yeah, well, he was out of high school at the time, and I was still in elementary school. To kind of put things in perspective. Okay, so you're like around seventh or eighth grade, and he's like a twenty one. Do you know his age? What was he like? Was he in his twenties, thirties? I don't remember his age, but I would say I would say maybe eighteen, nineteen. Okay, and then I would say. And how did it cross the line? Did he just start fondling you, and it was like a molestation thing at first, and then you're just like, "This is we, great," we, or did you guys develop we, a relationship? Well, we, we had a relationship already, and we used to hang out, you know, all the time. Um, at, at one point, we kind of started wrestling, and <laughs> just you know, like I guys do. On. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, guys totally and wrestle then... all the time. I mean, they do. <laughs> no, I'm not making a yeah, joke. Yeah, hopefully they don't get. They don't get woodies. No, I know, but that's a big joke about guys that it's like so homoerotic. All these guys are so into wrestling, but they don't like guys. But you see them rolling around. It is like, I mean, I feel like if that's the way to know whether you're into guys, start wrestling. If you're, if you could do it without getting a hard on, then you're not fucking gay, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that would be like the general rule of thumb. Right. So you're wrestling, and you started to get turned on with him. Right. So I kind of pulled back and, you know, kind of tried to hide it. And he kind of reassured me and told me it was all right and grabbed my hand and put it on his dick and was like, hey, you know, see, you know, I'm, you know, it's happening to me as well. Right. And did that make you feel good? (laughs) Yeah, it made me feel comfortable. Right. Because you had never been with a guy at all. Right. And so this is basically the first time you're like admitting to anybody, right, that you are exposing that part of yourself. Yep. It must exactly. be, like, totally freeing, right, for you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm not weird. I'm not the, the only one. Mm-hmm. All right, exactly. let's see where this goes. So, obviously, at that point, I was kind of intrigued, and, you know, it kind of progressed from there. Well, how soon after did you guys, like, get it on? Um, well, we kind of messed around a little bit that day. Mm-hmm. Like, um, he gave me head, I gave him head, and, and that was pretty much the extent of it. Um, as, I guess, time progressed and we started hanging out more, we started exploring other things. And um, he actually ended up stripping down um, and kind of riding me. The next time. 
So he he yeah. came he right. And now I know that there's a whole like oh someone's a top, someone's a bottom. Are most gay guys just like either or or do both of the go either way? Like what's the deal? I think everybody likes to put people in in boxes. Right. Um if I'm in a box, I would be versatile because I enjoy being fucked and get and fucking. Right. So you're um, like both, right? It, yeah. But do you find in the yeah, gay I community, like, I mean, I'm just curious. That's why I'm asking. Do you find in the gay community that, like, they're either either or or, mo- like, what's the majority of pe- guys like? I think the majority of guys are either or or bottoms. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> because, like, I'll be guys are like, yeah, I'm versatile, I'm versatile, or, yeah, I'm a top, but then they see me and they want me to fuck them, which is fine. Right. But they don't want it. But they so that means they're a bottom, right? Yeah, and I mean, and I don't know. Like, I, I'm not big to put people in in categories. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I enjoy being, you know, sexually fluid and free. But um, you know, if I had to categorize, I would would say that most people, most gay guys, are bottoms. Right. <laughs> so, how well did you and this guy hook up? And like, like immediately after you hooked up with him the first time, did you feel guilty and you feel like, oh my god, I don't want to like be into this, so I need to go fuck girls? Is that how it started? Uh, yeah, um, like immediately after, you know, I was alone and I, you know, cried and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to hell. Because you have to think about uh-huh. it. I grew up in a very like Christian like household. So, you know, it was just all of this overwhelming guilt after the fact. I can imagine, right. Mm-hmm. And it's like a big secret you guys, you're carrying. Are you guys doing this at church, or are you meeting <laughs> other places? No, 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 it's not at church. I'll go idea. Oh, well, I don't know. You were banging girls on a school bus. I have no idea. <laughs> no, we would, like, take trips and, you know, park places I remember one time he, he had a hotel. If my mom wasn't home, he would come over sometimes. So it was a number of places, but we never did it in church. And do you and were you guys out together? Like, so you guys, it was like you guys were living, you guys had a total secret because you guys were sort of friends out in public, right? And everybody thought you guys were just buddies, right? But secretly you guys yeah. were getting it on, right? Yep, yep. Is that a part of like the hotness of it? Like, does that make it a little bit even more like sort of like hot for you because it was so kind of dangerous or a secret or did that actually ruin it for you? Um, I think at the time I was still kind of like confused. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I didn't think that that was hot or not hot. I was enjoying what we had, but then afterwards I would feel bad about it. Right. And then you go screw girls. Kind of like this, this, this cycle. Yeah. And then when you were with a girl, like you could, ha- you could orgasm, right? Like you could get off on it. Yes. But were you like, oh, tits? Like you just see tits, and you're just like, I don't even know what to do with these. No, I mean, I remember I watched a lot of videos, so right. I would just kind of pull from, <laughs> you know, from my mental library, so to speak, and you know, like, okay, I saw this, and I remember, you know. They pulled this back and, you know, put your tongue here. <laughs> so, you know, I was really literally still kind of experimenting. Right. So it was okay. I mean, and you. it was exciting. Like, I was turned on at the time. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Do you think maybe, I know you don't like to put in boxes or anything, right? But it, these are just words we're using to sort of gauge. Like, do you think maybe you're slightly bi? Because like, I always think that people fall on a spectrum, right? Some are totally homo, some are totally hetero, and then a lot of people fall in the middle, right? And some people will give them percentages like, oh, I'm 80% gay, 20% bi, you know, whatever. Like, do you think maybe you have a 5% of you that like is into chicks? Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. Right. I mean, chicks are hot. You know what I'm saying? Y'all right. are beautiful. Right. But I know what I like more, and I know what turns me on more. Right. So that's that's why what I, I meant. Okay. Yeah, I think that there's, there's, there's some gay guys that did not one bit of a girl turns them on. But I think that, you know, there's also some like you that. Like they could, they could see why it's a little, like you said, it's a little fun or whatever. But you know for for sure that you weigh like guys more. But would girls fall for you? And like, did you have real girlfriends? I have had real girlfriends <laughs> in, in the past. I haven't had one for a long time. Um, but yeah, what was and your longest girlfriend? Um, probably about a year, or very close to a year. And did they ever, like, do those girls know now that you're gay? Like, when did you come out of the closet? I don't even, I don't hope that I'm not jumping too far. So, like, uh, when did you come out of the closet? Are you out of the closet? Um, I don't think I was ever in the closet. Like, you know, I'm I'm weird, and I'm sorry that I'm your first gay weird caller. But, um. What do you mean? I like, love I don't feel this. like I'm in the closet. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like. You know, my business is my business. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just um, I'm just regular. So I don't walk around and, and hold a flag. If you saw me in the club, you probably, you know, wouldn't know. And then again, you may, but it's not that important to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, I mean to your family and friends, to all the other people. Like, because, okay, when you're screwing that... You're, you know, Jesus counselor, you're not, nobody knows that you're screwing that guy, right? And you're with women, that's, but you, people know you're with women. So you were keeping that a secret, right? So obviously you right. were, that's what I mean by being in the closet. Like, when did you become open that you fuck around with guys? Um, it was, it was years later after, um, after years of just kind of, I guess, straddling the fence, so to speak. Um, I finally kind of came to the realization that this is me. It's not going to change. And, you know, who gives a damn? Either you like it or you, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was probably, for me, that was probably when I was 22 years old is when I really really kind of um, started finding myself, so to speak. Right. And then I know that you said in the email that I remember you saying that it's hard to have straight friends because you get hit on them, right? Or by yeah. when they're dating your female friends. Yeah, it's I really, mean, really awkward. Stephanie, can you believe this? We could be dating guys that are hitting on our gay friends behind our backs. Like, that's out of control. Well, the streak I'm on, it's only a matter of time till that happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. But wait, so you have female friends that are dating guys, and they get they know that you're gay, right? Because their girls tell yeah, them. Yeah, they both know. And then how do they hit on you? Okay, and and just just to just to clarify, mm-hmm. 
um, I think in some instances they just try to make me feel comfortable, but they try so hard that it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know what you mean. Explain. Oh, like they overcompensate? Yeah, like, okay, for, I'll give you a few examples. Um, I move around quite a bit, and um, at one point I was staying with a friend, um, and, you know, her dude, you know, after she leaves to work, he would walk around, you know, in his boxers and, like, jump in the bed with me and try to watch TV. And, you know, to me, it wouldn't look right if me and you, you know, are in our boxers just watching watching TV. And so, you know, situations like that, wrestling, um, another friend of mine. And they know you're gay. Over, uh, they're not yeah. doing that to make you feel comfortable. They're doing that to like cross boundaries with themselves and have a little gayness themselves. I'm telling you, no straight guy <laughs> is going to do that. Come on. No straight guy is going to do that. That's a straight guy that has a secret desire to be with a man, maybe 5% of him or 2% of him or 80% of him, but he doesn't have the balls enough to really do it. That's and he's getting his feet wet with you. Trust me. No guy's doing that to make you feel comfortable. You're no. They're doing that to get a little woody and then they go home and they jerk off and think about you. I mean, that's just what I think. I mean, come on. That's how it started for you, wrestling, okay? Right? Yeah, as grown adults, I'll tell you. Yeah, did you ever grab their joint and see if they're hard? No, because, you know, like I was cooler with the female so I'm just like, yo, this is a line I don't want to cross, especially in that particular situation where, you know, I'm crashing with you for, you know, a period of time. Right. You know, you don't want to shit where you work or sleep. Yeah, that's a really, I mean, for the podcast, it'd be really great if you did create some sort of mess like that. <laughs> it would be really interesting because, I mean, to have a gay guy fucking around with his female friend's boyfriend, like that's a great triangle that I'd love to talk about. But, you know, I I think, I think it's nice that you haven't done that yet. You So obviously you've never hooked up with one of those, one of your female friend's boyfriends. Have you ever told your friends? What'd you say? Um, Have you ever told your friends that their boyfriends are like in your bed in their boxers? <laughs> Not they care? that particular friend because that friend is a little bit crazy she, uh, and she will flip out. Um, a similar situation um, with another friend of mine where every time I would come over, he would like take off his shirt and like unbutton his pants and just like walk uh, around. And I kind of just assumed that, you know, that's, how he always was until um, she kind of pulled me to the side and was just like, Hey, you know, do you, this is strange. And I was like, fuck yeah, strange. And this is also happening. And this is also happening. <laughs> oh, this was the girlfriend. He had a girlfriend too. That was your friend. This, this, is, this is a completely separate instance, but this is another one. It's the same scenario. Meaning this is a female friend yeah. of yours. This is her boyfriend. And he's taking his pants off and walking around in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> and she was, and he would do it in front of her? Yeah, if she was there, like he would take off his shirt, he wouldn't take off his pants. Oh, okay. But if, if I was just there and she ran out to the store, like he, you know, do that or, or run in and take a shower and come out with just a towel on and 
of course, the towel will fall, and it's just you are kidding. No, this is like straight out of a bad porn. I'm Will Smith. I have nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's why I. That's why I do my show like this. But you get it. Like you have a fake name. I don't know where the fuck you're from. Like you. That's why this is how you get people to be honest. Because to me, the honest stories is what's so fascinating. Like this shit really goes down, and it's like it sounds like a joke. But I know, I know that this is like real thing. So these guys, these straight guys are so not straight. They're coming out and dropping their towel by accident. And I'm sure they look like the guy that works in the pizza place down the street from everybody, right? Like these are real straight, straight guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow. And so they drop their thing. And then I can't even believe they could do this with a straight face. It's so obvious. Yeah, I mean... And- I would get just so uncomfortable because, you know, the whole yeah, situation and the triangle. So, like, a lot I of times I would just, like, leave or like, get on the phone or, or do something to kind of distract myself. I mean, because these are, like, hot guys, too. You know what I'm saying? These are, you know... Right, they're like good-looking guys. guys with nice bodies and they're exposing themselves yeah. to you. And you have to, like, kind of keep it together. Because you're in the you're in the worst position because these girls are your friends and you don't want to be a scumbag. I mean, other guys might actually get it on and get into all of that stuff, but that's not your thing. Right. So it is uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you ever cross that line, make sure you call us. (laughs) (laughs) I will. (laughs) But wait, the girl that saw the boyfriend that was like, and then did you tell her? Oh, yeah. He goes to the shower and drops. Did you tell her that shit? Yeah, I kind of, like, I'm loaded. Like, that was my, my green light to just say, you know, everything that, that had been happening that I thought was weird and that made me uncomfortable and things along those lines. Um, you know, and even, hey, you know, I've seen them, you know, at the gay bar, you know. Oh, and, my God. He, you saw him. At, and so what did she say? Did she break up with him? Um, she kind of she kind of laughed it off. I think they got into an argument, and I'm sure they fucked. I don't know, but they still remained together years after that whole scenario. Oh, he that one was definitely probably gay and probably actually sleeping with men. I mean, I think some of them maybe some guys maybe they're just flirting and they just want to maybe they haven't crossed the line yet. But that guy, come on, you saw him at the gay bar. Yeah. I mean, my old co-host, Tommy, I don't know if you heard some episodes with him. He owned a gay bar. And, you know, he would point out if you went to his gay bar, it was in the city. You know, if you go to his bar at like six o'clock or on a, you know, any weekday, he would point out to me when I was friends with him and go there. Like all the guys that were married and living in the suburbs, you know, and on their way home from their work, they'd stop at the bar and they lived double lives. They had their boyfriends in the city or they'd be gay and they'd be like cruising guys and shit. And then they go home to their families in, you know, New Jersey. So, you yeah, know, a lot it's, of... This is, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Like, I I don't know. I'm an honest person. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, just be real. Think about how much energy it takes for all that nonsense. You know what I mean? Just like if you're going to be like if you want to fuck guys, like just do it. Right. Like I don't get it. But people want to live those like double lives. But so I think, you know, whatever. But how did you how yeah. do you do the whole couples thing? Like you said, you also screwed couples. Like I know you kept trying to go back to women because you you actually believed. I think you said in your email that you thought it was going to turn you straight. Right. Screwing women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I figure, you know, if I slept with more women than guys, then maybe I'll be a little bit straighter. 
Um, I dated my first couple. I met them like on a trip, like uh, another in Florida, uh, another actually. religious trip. No, 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 no. I was done. With, I was getting done with church by then. Okay. <laughs> how old were you when you're in on this trip? Now, when you start screwing couples, like when? How old were you? On this trip, I was I was in my twenties, probably twenty five, twenty six years old. Uh huh. And um, you know, I was on a trip. I met a guy online, and we just kind of started hanging out. I didn't know at the time that uh, he was in a relationship. Um, you know, but I liked him, um, you know, after, I guess, a couple of meetings or a couple of dates, he, you know, kind of came clean and was like, Hey, you know, I'm in a relationship and, you know, all this good stuff. He's like, but, you know, I'd like you to, you know, meet my partner. So I'm like, okay, you know, this is different. <laughs> right. So, you know, I met him and I was just thinking that it was going to be like strictly platonic, but it don't ended up hanging out. Um, hanging out a lot, just even, you know, after the trip was over. And he, his partner and, was a um, woman or a guy? No, his partner was a guy. Okay, go on. Like the Maverick men. Yeah, yeah, similar. Similar. Right. But um, after after we, we were kind of dating in a sense because they were both taking me out and we would go back home and, and or back to their house and, and fuck and you know, it was just like a regular relationship. And um, then at one point, they kind of set me down. And I thought they were going to tell me that it was over and it wasn't working out. But they were just like, hey, well, you know, we kind of want to, to date you a little bit more seriously <laughs> and exclusively. And I was, I was like, what? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I think that they have a name for that now, like polyamor. I don't know. There's all these weirdo names. Like, yeah, you know- poly, polyamor. Polyamorous, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to get Craigslist Phil to do this. Right, to have like an open relationship with like a couple people, right? So did they want to move you in? Did they want to move you in? Yeah, they wanted to, but that wasn't going to fly just because I always need my exit plan. (laughs) Right. I'm a very independent person. Mm -hmm. But like it was great while it lasted. Like, you know, we we were literally dating, you know, pretty exclusively for, you know, for over a year. Wow. And we would take trips and, you know, have great sex and I would speak with both of them separately and it was just, it was pretty Would you be together too? Like, would you do it all together too? Like, like the sex, would it be three of you or always separate and all together too, right? Yeah, yeah, it would be together, separate. We may go out and see someone else that's hot and bring them back, and then we'd all fuck, and it was just Oh, my God, it's like a lot of, it just keeps growing and growing. Let me ask you this, because (laughs) I always thought, like, oh, if I had two kids, like, would I love them both? Like, I mean, when you, like, is it like kids, like, if you have two guys that you really like, like, did you like them equally, just differently? Like, or did you, was there one that you, like, liked more than the other, or was there one that you were more attracted to, or was it, all, was it, like, the same for both? They, they were both hot. There was definitely one I was attracted to more. Right. But um, he was dumb. <laughs> the other one was had, like, the brain, so I enjoyed, like, talking to and, you know... Right, so you have, had one boyfriend and know, two really guys. intellectual conversations. Yeah. Oh, that's so, good. So, you know, I felt, I felt like at the time, um, I was having trouble finding um, an actual relationship, so I felt, why not 
just join a fully functional one. And that's why I ended up saying yes. Yeah, listen, I don't even think, I mean, it's like, I think it sounds like a great experience. I mean, like, and it, there was no, like, did there were there ever any problems between you guys, like, emotionally, like, this one thought you liked that one, or they would fight with each other? Like, did any kind of, like, problem come because you, like, they were having basically an open relationship, or did it work out great all the time? No, that one, that one worked out great, or at least in front of me. If they fought, they fought when I went back to my place. <laughs> right. But when you were with them, everything was cool. Yeah, everything was good. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, me and the Maverick men talked about that because they have a very open relationship, you know, and you see what goes down with them, you know, and they talk about it a lot on their blog and stuff. And I give them credit for that because um, and it really works. They're really in love with each other. These guys like that you were with, right? They were like in love with each other, but they were also in love with you. Yeah. yeah, And and they have been together for for, I don't know, years at times. It had to be, you know, seven or eight years, which is like. 50 years in, in gay years or gay relationships. <laughs> How come? <laughs> gay guys don't stay with each other? Gay relationships don't last. <laughs> uh, oh, they don't? <laughs> no, it's like, you know, six months, you know, and on to the next. And I think it's because a lot of people are too afraid to actually, you know, explore things and they're too closed-minded. Um, but are you that way too? Say again? Are you that way too? I mean, you, I think you said you were very no, independent I, I before. No, I, I used to be, um, but I'm not anymore. You used I'm, to be. I'm very free-flowing. I, I, I don't think that I will ever be in a uh, one-on-one relationship. No, that's what I meant. Right. So you have that thing. You're like the rest of the gay community in that six months is max, and then you're on to something else. Yeah. But you said the reason is because they're too afraid to get deep and shit that what did you just say was the reason why they don't get close because they're, they're too close-minded they, so they is don't that what you're saying about yourself no 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 i think that's why gay, gay relationships don't last but why don't because they last but you're saying the relationships don't last for you either no be, before like at, at one point I, I know we're kind of going out of order mm-hmm. it's okay but at one point, I was very monogamous, and I thought that you should only be with me and, you know, all of these things. You know, that was the younger versions of me. Mm-hmm. But then when I started getting exposed to, like you know, other couple, ways of way. having yeah, uh-huh. relationships, yeah, about my couples, um, then it kind of started opening up my, my paradigm, so to speak. Right. And I started, you know, being a little bit more free. And now I don't think that I would ever even want to go back to a strictly monogamous uh, situation. Okay, but my point is this, is I I don't know, Stephanie, tell me if I'm wrong. I just hear you saying two different things that don't coincide. Like, maybe that's why all the other gay guys don't have relations, because they think like you. Like, in one sentence, you're saying that gay relationships don't last because they're closed-minded and all these reasons, and then you're saying they don't last for you because you're very open-minded. I think the whole gay community is like you. I don't think so. No? Um, no. And, and and the only reason I say that is because in um, in terms of, you know, conversations and when I approached people, you know, with, you know, my train of thought as far as, you know, I don't really believe in monogamy and things along those lines, um, they kind of shy away. So either they don't want anything um, like intimate at all, and it's just 
sex and fucking, uh-huh. or they claim to want a monogamous relationship and they're cheating on each other. Yeah, that just is just so you know, you just summed up every relationship for women with men. That's just how men are. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, right, Stephanie? Like, this is like what he said. No, I agree. Every girl is going through that same thing, if, even if they don't know it. I had a woman, a friend of mine today talking about a guy that I might like, and she's like, how would you like him? He's such a player. He's a cheater. I'm like, every guy fucking cheats. Like, I mean, like, come on. I, know, right? I mean, any hot guy, like, you know, I mean, listen, there's, yeah. and listen, there are some guys that don't, even hot ones, like, right? But, like, it's a very small minority. And so, like, I have this one friend who she was so, like, jaded. She's very attractive. She was so jaded by guys that, she the length every now and then she'd have a boyfriend but he'd be like a guy that couldn't wouldn't cheat on her because he couldn't you know what i mean like uh, it's like yeah of course you feel safe with him he's like a has panic attacks he can't leave the house he has no friends and he's got zits all over his face like nobody would fuck him like yeah it's like that's what you get to be secure as a woman like it's like what's the alternative i think we have to be open to the fact that maybe guys cheat i mean we talk about this a lot on the podcast you know because it drives women crazy and we have these unrealistic expectations and i think that the gay community is a little bit more forward thinking about it you know and open because so they're having these kind of like look at how that relationship worked for those guys like they were out screwing other people but they were in love with each other and they're they were together a long time um i know i did a poll recently in like a secret facebook group uh-huh. um and i was shocked at how many people wouldn't even consider an open relationship. And a lot of people who I in- encounter, I know people say that they're forward thinking, but I, I think the, the majority of them aren't or aren't willing to allow their partner to do stuff, but they want to do stuff on their own. Is this a gay and, poll and that you why. took or, or like, was it open to everybody? No, it was just, it was strictly gay. Really? And they, most of them said no. Cause I, the ones that I meet in New York, they're all, they all are. Well, I need to move to New York. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> we don't know where you live, but you have a very southern accent. <laughs> right, you're someplace in the middle of the country. You don't have to tell. Remember, we don't know. As far as I'm concerned, you live in Hollywood, and you're in movies. <laughs> and you have... Yeah, definitely <laughs> right? live in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and your wife is Jada, and you met her on the school bus, and you fecked her in fifth grade. That's so hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> And we're outing you in your gay life on on my podcast. I support it. <laughs> yeah, totally. But so you don't ever plan on having any like, but what you wouldn't have an open relationship? Yeah, no, no, no. And that's the thing. I will, I will have an open relationship. I wouldn't have a monogamous relationship at this point in my life. Right, but you would. But meaning you would have a relationship where you love a man, like you love somebody, right? And you're committed yeah. to them in every way. And you guys, like the the guys that you've been with, the couples, you'd go out and screw other people together separately, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, definitely. What was your longest relationship with a guy? Um, two years. And your longest with a girl was two years, too? Or one year? My longest with a girl was one year. Stephanie's good. She listens. Did you just say one, Stephanie? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what she's here for, to correct me. Wait, did you, uh, do those girls that you dated know now that you're gay? Like, does everyone know? Do they all like, shit, you Not were all gay of them. the world? Um, the, the, one that, the ones that I've dated for the longest period of time, which is the, the one year uh, we became really close after the fact. So she knows, and we... We go out, and every time I'm back in town, uh, 
you know, we meet up and go out to eat and just kind of laugh and talk. So we've become friends, so she knows. Mm -hmm. But um, not everyone who I've ever dealt with, I don't think that I can make that many calls or even remember. Right, right, right. But I mean, sometimes it's like you become friends with everyone on Facebook and then they get it, like that, you know. Um, But... And they wouldn't care. Like, who cares? But did the one girl that found out, did she say, oh, that makes sense because, like, you never really, like, did this or that? Like, did she have any clues? Did she know? Or did she, was she blown no, away? No, she, she didn't, which kind of surprised me because we were pretty, pretty intimate. Um, Those yeah, videos she, she actually no really were. And she was completely <laughs> shot. You're a good but study. She made, made her feel better because she did. She couldn't understand why we broke up. Oh <laughs> right. Do you know I spent? I've always had a thing for unavailable guys since I'm really little. I have issues when it comes to commitment. And so my first two, the guy I lost my virginity to is gay now and was always gay. But you know he was screwing girls like you when he was younger. And then the second guy I was in love with is gay too. <laughs> and recently it was so weird. He found me in high school, and this was so fucked up because. I was like, we went to, I was thrown out of like three high schools when I was growing up. I was very bad. So I went to like a school for people that get thrown out of school. So it was just like a okay. bunch of dirt bags there. And me and him, I was like in love with <laughs> Sounds him. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it was. It was great. We had a smoking room with music and we went bowling, I think for gym. And we weren't allowed to take our books home and do homework because we were the type of kids that were never going to bring them back. So they just didn't even bother. <laughs> God, I need to go to that school. Yeah, you just have to be bad and don't listen, and then you could go. So and so, I always loved this guy, and um, I would tell him to his face, and he never like liked me, and he was always dating like this fat girl that worked at the school. She was like the cafeteria lady or something, and I never understood it because he was very good looking. I mean, he was gorgeous, and he was very straight looking. He was like a model. He was very, and it didn't make any sense that he was dating her. I was a lot hotter than this girl. This girl was like very busted, and he told me so many years later. When I found out that he was gay, that, you know, he dated her instead of me because I he's like, Kathy, you would have expected to me me to be like a real boyfriend to you. You know what I mean? And I wasn't capable of that. Like, so dating that girl because she was so busted, she was just happy to have a boyfriend. So he really didn't have to be so physical with her, you know, and that was like, oh, I was like your girl. Like, I never understood. It made so much sense. Like, why you didn't like me? We were best friends. And let me tell you, just like you, he fucked some guy. His first experience was his gay crisis counselor, like some gay hotline he was calling. <laughs> no, and me, and this is a true story. It's very true. We had our first kiss and our only kiss. And the only thing we ever did is we made out once. Like, I think it was like on graduation night. And then he went home and he fucked his gay counselor and that was his first night he had his first gay experience i mean can you believe and then so many years later that is awesome i need to give me a gay counselor yeah well you had a you had even better what do you have a gay christian like who was it your priest yeah i mean i'm sorry i think you trumped him on that story you're you're a bastard but he had the opposite recently he found me on facebook and he wanted to talk to me on the phone for like four hours and he would ask me so many questions and i was like why is this guy like he's more into me than any straight guy i ever met and then he went vicious on me and went crazy and i think he was like doing the reverse thing i was like this guy needs to come out of the closet and be straight because he was like obsessed with me and it's like you're fucking gay like i don't even know what your problem is it was like really weird <laughs> have you ever like do you think that there's gay guys that are really straight and they don't know it i don't know but that's another podcast how many other couples I, what what were you gonna say i don't 
I'm sorry. No, don't. What, what were you going to say? Do you not you know, I don't think that there's gay guys that's really straight in real life. Well, he was just so <laughs> obsessed with me, like, in a in a way. And then I made him so mad by doing nothing. And then he was like, I mean, he went, he was nuts. Everyone thought, like, it's like he's he was, like, obsessed with me. He was, like, stalking me. It was really weird. And he was gay. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Maybe he just wanted to be a woman and he wanted to be me. Or he was, I don't know what it was. There was some shit going down. Yeah, I mean, because, like, you know how, how you have, like, midlife crisis? Yeah, I think a lot of gay guys go through that as well, where they're just like, "Oh, I want a family, I want kids, and things along those lines." So maybe he really, really, you know, wanted something serious, even though you right. know he was unable to provide you with with that. Well, what about kids for you? How do you feel? Because now gay marriage is becoming legal, right? And I mean, I'm doing yeah. a surrogate to have a baby. Like, that's what I talked about on my last podcast. And I was trying to have a baby. So I and I know that a lot of gay men use a surrogate. So there are ways for gay men to have kids. Um, do you plan on one day having a family or anything like that? Is that in the plans for you or in your future? Um, I, I don't. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I really kind of don't like kids. Uh huh. So you don't have um, to wear. I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> I agree with you. Well, I think they're cool. You know, as long as their owners keep them under control. Their I have owners. a dog. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> if, I, if I get into a, you know, a serious long-term, um, you know, relationship, you know, then we would have to talk about it, and we would have to get someone to to raise it. But that's not a desire of mine. Right. Hmm. But what you said in the call really quick, because I know we've been on for a while, but I still want to ask you some questions, that you had multiple couples. So you've done the couple. How did you guys break up with the, in that couple situation? Did it just kind of like fizzle out or was there a big fight? Like, how did that end? No, the, the first the one that we actually talked about, yeah. um, I ended up moving and leaving leaving the country. Okay. So um, that kind of kind of terminated everything. But whenever... I am in the area. We still kind of fuck. Right. So, but, you know, we we weren't going to maintain, you know, an international. (laughs) Right. What do you move around for work a lot? All the movies that you're doing? Yeah, for work. (laughs) (laughs) On location? (laughs) Because, you know, I I have movies all over the world. Blockbusters, really. (laughs) They're fucking blockbusters. The summer blockbusters. Shitty movies that make a lot of money. a law or something. What? This might be breaking a law and making it too associated with the actual person. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> so, um, I'm I'm sure they know we're joking. <laughs> I know. Where do you? But so, no. What do you do for a living that you move around? Or are you just like you just move around just for like you know travel and then you just get gigs in different places? Does your job take you away, or do you just pick up and go? Yeah, I'm in the military. Oh, you are. Yeah. Do you fuck a lot of guys in the barracks? Yeah. <laughs> is there is that what's the deal like especially inside that community? What was that? Especially on deployments. Really? Right, because you're just stuck there. And uh, let me ask you this: Do you fuck a lot of straight guys that have girls at home? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Really? Yeah. And I feel bad for saying that because every straight girl with you're dating a military guy is going to be freaked out when, (laughs) (laughs) but, but yeah, like, you know, guys, and I'm really, really outgoing, um, you know, just in public. So if I see someone that I like, then I engage. Right. You know, so it's not hard. Give me an example of how it crosses 
the line, right? Like, what is that moment where that straight guy that you know has a wife and kids or a girlfriend at home, and he but he knows you're gay? Like, how does that transition to you fooling around with him? Alcohol, what do you, what do you, like, how, how, what what's the moment? You no, know, like, typically, how, typically, if you're in a deployed situation, um, like there there is alcohol, but you're not supposed to drink and it's not readily accessible. Right. Um, normally it's like just the gym and we, we kind of build a relationship or rapport and we hang out and, um, I don't know, things just, things just end up happening. Like we'll have, have that conversation, uh, or if we're getting too close or, or too, you know, close with each other, then, you know, I would let them know, Hey, well, you know, I'm gay. So just so you know, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not really public knowledge, but I think if we're friends, I could let you know. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, so, sometimes they'll just say, Hey, well, I'm, I'm curious. And, Oh, really? You know, sometimes they'll storm out, out of the room like, yo, I don't fuck with this shit. And it's perfectly fine. But more times than not, people kind of just don't give a shit. And if they're interested, then they have a way of letting you know. Right. And so then you wind up, how, like someone winds up in somebody's room and you, and then do you keep a uh, do in somebody's you, room, in the porta potty, in the work tent. The, Ew. The, the porta potty. <laughs> Guys are so gross. The fucking porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you, you breathe? Do you do. How do you breathe and not breathe and have sex at the same time? You can't breathe in a porta potty. <laughs> you gotta time it just right, like right after they've been cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some girls. Oh my god, poor. I feel really sorry. I wish I. I don't know why I chose to be a woman in this lifetime. I'm never coming back as a woman. It's like there's so many women right now at home waiting for that next Skype call with her guy, and she doesn't know he just got out of a porty potty, did fucked a guy in the ass. And you know what I mean? <laughs> That's her husband. <laughs> I, mean, I, I have a question. <laughs> yeah, Stephanie. Yeah. You're like you're clearly not the only gay man in the military. Is this like a common meeting place, the porta potty <laughs> for other gay men hooking up with other? Like, is this like a is known that, secret spot? Right. Like in America, no. it's the it's the park, isn't it? Like the like you know the park restrooms or no the like the rest stops is yeah is that like the rest stop? Yeah, of the, the rest stops. The rest stops are fun. Yeah, but um, is that the porta potty? The no, rest stop of the. the that was good. No, the porta potties aren't. Um, there are like general like meeting spots. Um, it's the the showers or the bathrooms are, are always good ones, and just kind of sometimes they have those little barriers so that if you get shot at, you kind of <laughs> won't die. They'll they'll block the mortar round, <laughs> and it's like a little dark area. So you know if you're trolling over there, then you know chances are you're 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 looking for uh, for another dude. Really? So, and everybody, that's wow. kind of like an unspoken thing? Yeah. Yeah, on the, on the, on the deployment that I've had. Wow. So there's, a, so there's a lot of straight guys that have wives and girlfriends at home, and they're, they're on, they, they fuck other guys when they're away. Yeah. I mean, and then you have to think about it as well. Like, you know, you have internet there for the most part, so you still got, you know, A for A and, you know, in some countries, grinder, and, you know, you still have, have those apps as well. But, um, like I say, I'm very forward, mm-hmm. and 
if I like something, I, I typically go after it. So, but let know, me ask you this: Are you afraid with your like with those can. right? But uh, like any of the guys that walked out, like like you know, sometimes like real macho guys, they could actually. If they're, you know, get pissed about that and like, I mean, have you ever been beat up or like threatened? No. Or ha- that's what I mean. Like, so you have a charming way about you that they don't get pissed if they walk out. Are they still so. I friendly mean, like, with I would you? never just like run up and like grab a dude's ass or grab a dude's dick. Like, right. You know. So you're not forward in that way. It, but yeah, but I'll just kind of, you know, just engage and talk to them, and you know, chances are if. If someone's interested, then then they'll know. Just like just like in a straight situation, if someone's interested, then they'll they'll let you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love these stories because I think you know I've had I've had some boyfriends where I'm like, oh, they're totally straight, but I've had some boyfriends where I'm just like, I want to put in a gay porn and I want to put my hand on your ween the whole time and I want to see if you get hard. Like that's the test, and they'll be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like a lie detector. Like, let's see. Like, if you're totally straight, let's see. <laughs> I guess especially after talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. It's like it's. You know, I always make. I always say like I hear. You know, I do these calls, and mostly it's guys that call, and then they tell me all their little tricks or their things that they're doing, and I'm like, fuck. Now you put that in my head. So if any guy says this to me or that, you know, I know too much about men. It's like, how do you ever expect me to hook up with one? That's what you get for having. Podcast. Exactly. Now, <laughs> Kathy. Now we know nobody in the military. We can't date <laughs> anyone in the military. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, you, you just have to. You just have to assume that that's what they're doing. That's the whole thing. I mean, it's bad enough that you think they're fucking women, but then they're fucking men. Do you know what I mean? It's like so. Yeah. It's so crazy. But don't I mean? You know, men are just... I mean, as long as they're still taking care of business. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what... I mean, right. I mean, we talk about this, like, with open relationships. I think, like, you know, women and men bring different things to a situation or to a relationship. And a relationship is more than just sex for a woman, right? She's getting security. She's getting companionship. She's getting financial stuff from a guy. So, you know, if the guy goes out and does whatever, does it really matter? No, but I think, you know, even with your gay guys that you say say that they don't want, like, you know, open relationships, I think we still just live in a world that we weren't, like, raised to believe that that's the way that things are. So it's just hard to buy into it in every sense because we just didn't grow up with it. Like, I wish that we were born and that was just the way that it was because then everyone would be fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's yeah, just and I think not. A lot, and I, and I, I think in a lot of cases, um, people feel like if you want to bring someone someone else in, they're, you know, inadequate or they're not enough, and they, you know, overanalyze and are emotional about the situation. I think, like, every relationship that, um, that I have now, mm-hmm. it's, you know, very cut and dry. Like, you know, we sit down and we outline the terms and conditions, and as long as, you know, you meet what I require and I meet what you require, then we can continue to, to move as a union. But when we deviate, then, you know, we come back to the table and see, you know, if it's time to, to, to split. And I think it's it's better in a lot of instances to, you know, look at things from, from a rational perspective as opposed to an over-emotional state. Right, but when, when okay, but you could start off being rational, right? But eventually it becomes emotional and that's where it, you have to, it's a fine line to keep that rational still involved, right? Because that's when everyone goes fucking mental. Women, men, you yeah. know, because you start to get 
when you open up your heart to somebody and you get you start to get more vulnerable right and it gets more scary and so that's when you know it's important i think to keep that rational thing still there but still allow exactly. yourself to fall. And I think that's the thing that's hard for most people. It's either one or the other, right? Some people are just totally closed off yeah. and they're all logical, or some people are totally emotional. You know, it's hard to do both at the same time because, you yeah. know, the nature of falling for somebody is just like, you know, just fucking doing it, you know, and not really thinking, right? Yeah. But it helps. Have have you had in your relationships? Because I know that you've gone in and you know been the third party in a couple situation. Have you in your two year yeah. relationship? Did you guys have an open relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was open. I mean, there were parameters, there were rules, right? But um, as long as we all agree, uh-huh. um, you know, the individual can come in, and as long as you know none of us are disrespected. You know, you can, you know, go out and, and still kind of, kind of, you know, do your own thing and stay protected. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So you weren't getting emotional with these other people, and like the other guy wasn't getting emotional with. But you, with the couples that you yeah, were I mean, with, no, you no, were, were emotional, they were, they were, right? They were emotional. Um, like, like we were, we were very intimate. Like we would have, you know, romantic dinners. You know, we would all sleep in the bed. Um, you know, so it wasn't just, you know, just fucking. Like we shared you know, quite a bit. Right. But, but there's never yeah. a fear that like someone's going to leave someone for the other person. Um, not in that particular situation in the relationship that I had was a couple that I was dating in England. That was definitely the case. And, um, the other guy hated me. The what? <laughs> oh, this, the, the, his, the, the boyfriend. The other guy hated me. Yeah. He started to resent that was, you. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I would think definitely, that that because, would happen. Yeah. You know, that's just, I think yeah. that that's what's everyone's biggest fear. I know that that would be my biggest fear because I have a fear of abandonment and I think everyone has it slightly, you know, I mean, you know, so I could see that if you, you think that your, you know, your partner is getting too emotionally attached to somebody else, you know, you start to see the writing on the wall and that's, you know, not a good thing. Yeah. You're not in a relationship now? Yeah. No, I'm not. I actually just uh, moved back to America. So I have, you know, no more who... No more porta potties for you. <laughs> yeah, no more porta potties for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I have, like, fuck buddies and, you know, people I've got on dates with and things along those lines. But, you know, nothing, you know, serious just yet. And most of my relationships end because of of just moving, moving to another country mm-hmm. or another side of the country. Right. That's most of your relationships. I think I missed something. What do you say? Most of your relationships because you move. That's most of my relationships end. end. Oh, that's why they end because yeah. you have to go somewhere. Are yeah. you back in the country for good now? Um, no, I'm back in the country for a few years and I don't know where I'm going to end up at. Oh, so the porta potties will be back. Yeah, the porta potties, I mean, the porta potties are hot. Porta potties are in the future. Oh, yeah, you just said the porta potties are hot. I'm going to call, I'm going to call this podcast. Porta, wait, I'm going to call this, I'm going to call this podcast porta potties are hot with Will Smith. 
No, or Will <laughs> Smith. Wait, Will Smith loves <laughs> porta potties. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm going to name this podcast. <laughs> what's up, babe? What's the, what's the, what's the porta potty question, Stephanie? Um, are you just giving blowjobs in these porta potties, or is it full intercourse in these porta potties? Oh, come on, it's everything. No, because the house, those things are small. Oh my god! How much sex have you had in your life? That's the whole fun Stop when you're in small. My real name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I know you're gonna edit I'll, that out. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna. I swear to God, I'm gonna edit out your real name. That's the fun of doing it in you a just small. Did it again. Oh, <laughs> holy hell, Stephanie! That's the fun. Wait, wait, wait till you hear the editing that I do in this. You'll never know. That's the fun of doing it in a small place because then you're forced to like move in weird positions. Am I not right, Will? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just too small. Yes, I mean, and then of course, the, Stephanie the obviously has never had car sex. High. What? No, and, and just the fear of of you know being caught or being heard is always hot as well. Right. It's kind of like a little bit exhibitionist, like because you're really kind of out there, but you're really not. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that whole thing. Okay, well, listen, Will Smith, I could talk to you for like five more hours. I don't know if you've got this, but like on our call, we get people all the time calling in all the time. You know, we get repeat callers and stuff. So if you ever have any crazy triangles, if any of your I love those stories when the gay guy, the straight guys are hitting on you behind their girlfriend's backs like I could just hear 10 more of those. So, you know, (laughs) if anything happens in the future, give us a call because like you're you're so interesting. I love these stories. This is a great call. All right. Good deal. I'm going to air it this Sunday. Good deal. And you'll see my editing. <laughs> okay. You're going to see my editing. You're, I'm going to listen for it. You're going to get an email. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. Thanks for calling in, Will. It was an awesome call. Of, of course. Bye, Will. Bye. You have a good one. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my Bye. God. I loved him. He was so he was so cool, wasn't I don't know. I loved him. Yeah, he was really easy to talk to. Too. I was, he was fun. Oh, yeah. I knew that ahead of time because I actually called him because I kept switching the times. And um, he was, like, just so funny and easy, like you said, easy to talk to straight off the bat. So I knew that. He had just a great personality and those stories. I mean, this is the real – I always kind of knew that a lot of guys screw guys behind their girls' backs and all this stuff. But, you know <laughs> – it's so interesting to me to hear the real stories, even though I know that it exists. How about you? Did you know that shit existed? Yeah. Um, well, I have friends that do that. What do you mean, the, friends? They're a, they're a married couple, a male and a female. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in a third party to live with them. And instead of paying rent, that third gender, it doesn't matter, male or female, mm-hmm. they sleep with that person oh, until so the, they get tired of them and then they move out okay so wait wait so it's so that they're polyamorous do they just use them for sex or do they have like emotional yeah. too no i think it's just for sex okay so they're they so the guy will go with a guy or the girl will go with a girl they have threesomes no i know but you said with women or men mm-hmm. so the, they're a heterosexual the, couple Oh, okay. So the guy doesn't go with the guy, but the guy will let a guy come in and fuck his wife, and he watches. No, he sleeps. He sleeps with the guy too. So he's not heterosexual. 
I'm they're a heterosexual couple. Oh, meaning heterosexual. Whatever with each their other. liking is, they have no idea. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then, so when they bring in a guy, they're he's with the guy, she's with the guy, or they bring in a girl, she's with the girl, he's with the girl. Yeah. What's their longest relationship? They had one girl for over a year. Like a slave girl. <laughs> yeah. That's what, and who I, is this? These are your friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. How old are they? Um, he is 28 and she is 26. Yeah, it's funny. I was in, I was in B&H recently buying some stuff for the podcast and I, the guy was helping me for so long that we started talking I told him about my podcast and then when he started looking at some of the, um, names of the titles, he was like, oh, I'm interested in this. I, me and my wife live in this lifestyle. They, he called it the lifestyle, you know, and then he started checking me out. I was like, oh my God, in two minutes, this guy's going to ask me to like go home and fuck him and his wife. Like, cause he's like now probably thinks I'm into it because he sees my podcast stuff. You know what I mean? But he was like, oh, I know this stuff. Like I'm really into the lifestyle. He's like, I've gone to munchers. Munchers are like these places where you meet other people that are interested. So these, you, so this couple, so it works for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. So that part of it wasn't surprising. No, it's interesting. I love the porta potty. Do you think I should Dude, name the it Will Smith? Grossed me out. Do you think I should name it Will Smith loves porta potties? No. <laughs> or what about Will you Smith? Gonna... Will Smith gets it on in a porta potty. <laughs> that should <laughs> I could like you know get on just Jared or Perez Hilton with that title. <laughs> Uh, dude, everybody knows that my podcast is a joke, <laughs> Stephanie. You need to realize it's not serious. I mean, it's not a joke. Worried about your legal trouble. No, there's no legal problem. Anyone, <laughs> dude, his name is Will Smith. Do you think that there's not a million Will Smiths? It's not, it's not, it's like Joe Schmo, like Will Smith. You can't get any more <laughs> generic than that. I'm sorry to say. It's not like I'm saying his name is Benicio del Toro. Del Toro. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like uh, who, Will Smith. Who would have thought to go into a porta potty? That's all that they yeah. have out in the. They're like in war. Oh, horny people, uh, Stephanie. When you're horny and you want to get it on, like you, you just. It's like uh, you know, if you have to pee. Haven't you ever peed in the woods, like or in a lake or in a? I used to pee in a bucket. I had a boyfriend who's. I, I swear to God, I had a boyfriend whose parents lived upstairs and they wouldn't let me sleep over. And he had no bathroom downstairs. And I, so I couldn't go. So I, and I would stay over his house all the time. and His parents didn't know. So I'd pee in a bucket because that was the only place I could pee. And he, we would have toilet paper. And then he'd go out and dump the bucket. But I would pee in buckets. <laughs> you fuck where you have to, just like you pee where you have to. Like if you have to do it, you have yeah. to do it. Yes, this is the way that it goes. No, I think porta potties would be off my list of places. I know, but you're not a guy. Guys are just, you know, they're gross. They're gross. But you know, like he said, you have to do it when it's clean. I agree. I I can't. I have to breathe when I'm having sex, and I can't breathe in a porta potty because if you breathe, then you have to smell. You know what I mean? Like I just can't. I yeah. I, the smell is so bad. I couldn't do it either. But I thought it was a great call. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, he was interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah, I that love was a it. good Facebook find. Yeah, well, it was because I had the Maverick Man, and I'm glad that I had them on because it opened up my audience. So now I have gay people listening, and then they'll call in. I just like, you know, I think it was great. Right. Yeah, hopefully, this gets like a whole new genre because, like, the straight men calling in. Same old. You're bored of it. Is that what you're trying to yeah. say? Yeah. You are. 
Yeah. Yeah, we need other things. Absolutely. I agree. You know what I mean? I, I like all, like, I mean, I like the repeat callers and I like everything, but I always like to hear something new. There's like, I thought Craigslist Phil was like a straight guy, but he did like really interesting things. You never know. I thought the last guy that I had on, the guy who fell off the wagon and you screwed seven people in one day on in a week like i thought that was a great call and that was a straight guy yeah. i just like different things you know what i mean he was just like a different thing yeah and i think a lot of people to wonder about like the homosexual world right but uh-huh. it's awkward to ask homosexual people questions you know right uh-huh totally so i think we asked them some questions good questions right yeah Okay, so we'll be back next week with another co-host. Stephanie will be back again, and we'll be back next week. Say bye. 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 Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well... Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.